0: So these days we're talking about all things love. We learned in chapter 39 that when a mitzvah is propelled heavenward through feelings of love, it might end up in one of two spiritual locations. Either the lower emotional world of Yitzira or the higher intellectual world of Briah. This will depend on how the feelings were generated. If they were merely stirred up innate feelings for Hashem that are already in the soul, then the mitzvah reaches the lower level of Yetzirah. But if we do the more challenging spiritual work of acquiring feelings, it goes to Brianna. So the question is, the meditations in this chapter, the two loves that we've been speaking about, the love of you are my life force, nafshi ivisicha, or the love of a child that is selfless and gives it to everything over to the parents, and it's not about them, are these loves innate, or are these loves generated? So he says, both the loves that we spoke about in this chapter, even though they are inherited from our patriarchs and are instinctive for our souls, which means in principle, they should only take us to the world of Yitzira. Nevertheless, they have the power to go even higher to the world of Bria. Now, <clears throat> of course, for a mitzvah to ascend heavenwards, it acquires two wings, love and reverence. So where is the reverence in this case? The Tanya now draws on a principle of that we have learned earlier, that if you uncover the innate love of your soul, it will include reverence. So there's also reverence included within this, which is the basic fear of being separated from Hashem, from the source of life, our Blessed Father. Now, how far will such a mit- mitzvah send if it's motivated by one of the two types? So he says, despite the fact that we are speaking of innate forms of love which a soul had already inherited, nevertheless, in terms of how far they fly, these emotions produced by the meditations of this chapter are not considered innate. Reverence and love, which means they could go even higher to the world of Briah, but with one condition. The mitzvah will only go there if I generate palpable emotion through the meditations of this chapter. But if those emotions remain purely in my mind, cerebral, or just hidden in the place of the heart, then it only goes to the world of Yitzira. And it is to, only there that I have the power to elevate my Torah mitzvah. mitzvahs. Now, Tanya doesn't mean that the final destination of Torah mitzvah mitzvahs is the world of Yitzhirah for as we learned in chapter 16, Hashem nevertheless attaches a good thought to the deed and lifts them to the world of Briah. But the Tanya means to say, is if the meditations of this chapter don't generate palpable emotions, then they don't in- intrinsically have the power to lift the mitzvah higher than Tzirah and needs Hashem's help. But when the emotions produced by any of the meditations of this chapter are palpable in the heart, then they are no longer defined as innate, but rather what the Zohar says desires of the heart. The Tanya doesn't say that they're intellectually generated because they're not. They're innate, but they have been surfaced through intellectual work. But since these emotions come through intellectual work and are palpable in the heart, they're under the category of what the Zohar says desires of the heart, and therefore they go to the world of Bria. And that's where we elevate the Torah mitzvahs that we do with this meditations. So, basically, he's adding a caveat that till now we said that if it's innate love it only goes to Yitzhira. But now what we're saying is if you put in incredible meditation so then it reaches the category of acquired love and you go higher. Why? Because the force which brings these emotions to be palpable from concealment is dot. And that involves intense fixation of thought through focused meditation from the depths of one's heart. How Hashem is literally my life force, which is meditation number one, and He's my Father, which is meditation number two. Now earlier in the chapter we said there's two kinds of love, ava and ava great love and worldly love. Now, let's recap. The higher great love, avarabah, is a pleasurable love. The joy of already being connected to God, it can't be earned, it will only come from a gift from above. And it's actually from the world even higher than uh, Bria, it's from the world of Atzilut, which transcends intellect. The lower worldly love is acquired through mindful meditation on how Hashem transcends all worldly pleasure, and Avat Olam is the consciousness of the world of Bria, the world of intellect. An even lower level is what we spoke about in chapter eighteen, nineteen, dormant love. A love inherent to the soul, which is inherited at birth and only needs a brief meditation to awaken. Since it represents innate emotion, it only goes to the second of the four worlds, Yitzhira. So he says the two loves that we've been talking about in this chapter belong not only to the world of Briah, but they can even go to the higher world of Atzilut because they are within the category of great love, avarabah and great love is greater than intellectually generated reverence and love which have the consciousness of the world of Bria and are the, under the category of vat olam, worldly love. So here we see again the hybrid quality of the two types of love describing in the chapter which Tanya pretty much is arguing is the greatest love, pretty much. On one hand, like intellectually generated love, they're able to lift you to the consciousness of the world of Bria. Yet they even have the consciousness of the world at silut, Because these are loves that are directly, God, you're the source of my life, and you're my father.